Okay, children, let's start. So you've understood the chapter Discovering Tut. Okay, it was quite interesting. So we'll be doing the question answers. We'll be discussing the question answers of the lesson. So the first one is give reasons for, okay? The NCRT ones we are discussing first. So King Tut's body was, okay. King Tut's body has been subjected to repeated scrutiny, okay? Repeatedly, King Tut's body has been scrutinized. Okay, you've read about Howard Carter. He got him under the X-ray machine. And then you read about Zahi Havas, the CT scan. So what's the reason for that, children? Can you tell me the reason? His life as well as his death, the manner of his death, that generated a lot of interest. Okay. He became the king at a very young age. He died very young. And people felt that there is a mystery attached to his death that generated a lot of interest. And his death, in fact, uh, was uh, it heralded the end of a dynasty, his dynasty also. Then, you know, the curse, the talk about the curse surrounding the place where his body was kept, where his mummy was kept, that anybody who went there, he actually died a mysterious death. He died an unnatural death. Okay, Aryan Prakash has written to know the mystery behind that's life and death, right? Okay, so this is the reason why his body was subjected to repeated scrutiny. Then the second question, Howard Carter's investigation was resented. Howard Carter, his investigation, people did not like it. Okay, it was resented. The reason? The reason was that the body stuck to the bottom of the coffin due to the resins. And Howard Carter kept it in the sun so that the resins would loosen. But somehow it did not happen. So he had to cut up all the major joints to take the body out for the x-ray, okay, to scan the body. That's why people resented it. They felt that he shouldn't have done that. But in his defense, we can say that there was no other way that had to be done. Moreover, after some time, the thieves would have, in fact, you know, tricked the guards, managed to find a way around the guards and taken away, disturbed the body anyway, okay, because just to steal the things, his, um, uh, in fact, uh, that pyramid, it boasted of a lot of treasures because the people believed that there is an afterlife and the king would require all this. And King Tut's pyramid, in fact, that had the most impressive treasures. Then Howard Carter had to chisel away the solidified raisins to raise the king's remains. Similar answer, children. Okay. Because due to the raisins, the body stuck to the bottom of the coffin and no amount of legitimate force was in fact enough to take the body out. The reason why uh, it had to be cut up, it had to be chiseled away and the major joints also had to be severed. Okay, He had kept it out in the sun also, but still it did not help. That was the reason why it had to be chiseled away. Tut's body was buried along with gilded tre treasures. 
it was buried along with gilded treasures okay solid gold and precious stones and collars gold collars okay all these things in fact and other things also okay some clothes and cases of wine all these things were also there but what was more most impressive was the treasures and in fact that also generated a lot of interest when that was found why his body was buried along with that because the people believed that there there is an afterlife and after some time in fact after hundreds of years maybe the king is going to come back to life when he came back to life he would be requiring everything that he was used to in his life present life so that's why all these things were kept and the gold was kept in fact you know to ensure the resurrection ensure that he'll come back that will shine brightly and he will be noticed the king will be noticed and he'll come back to life the god of afterlife will bring him back to life that was also a belief then the boy king changed his name from totank aten to totank amun children you remember okay his grandfather amenhotep 4 3 or 4 in fact no 3 was earlier then came 4 so he forced the people to worship aten and he started destroying the temples of amun and it it was a terrible time for the people at that time because they were forced to worship amun and in fact shun the worshiping uh, forced to worship aten and shun the worshiping of amun so that was a terrible time for the people we've discussed it earlier and you know uh, the king in fact king tut when he became the king he ensured that the old ways are restored he in fact allowed the worship of amun again and he changed his name that was the reason he changed his name from aten to totank aten to amun that is the servant of amun list the deeds that led to ray johnson to describe akhenaten as wacky why was akhenaten described as wacky he became crazy he was mad something like that because he forced the people to worship aten okay so far we can still accept it aten or the sun disk but then he went on destroying the temples of amun okay torturing the worshipers of amun in fact the people and forcing them to worship aten and he destroyed the temples of amun so this was the reason why he was described as wacky what were the results of the ct scan what were the results children of the ct scan howard carter felt that the breastbone was missing the ct scan in fact said that the breastbone was intact and also in fact you know uh, this uh, how he looked like okay when was it that he died all these things also could be understood by that the ct scan list the advances in technology that have improved forensic analysis there are lots of advances in technology because of which how the person died and what all has to be analyzed after death okay that has become very good in fact in the modern times 
the children's CT scan anyway is there. Then, you know, forensic uh, analysis, you have this, what you say, post-mortem and all these things, okay? They all come in the forensic analysis, right? Then, explain King Tut is one of the first mummies. Explain this particular statement, children. King Tut is one of the first mummies to be scanned in death as in life. So his was the first mummy to be scanned, whether in death or in life. His life also generated a lot of interest. People wanted to know a lot about his life. Even now, people want to know more about his life and also what caused his death. Because he became the king. He was referred to as the boy king. He became the king at a very young age and he died very young also. Why did he die so young? So that, of course, uh, we know a bit, but then still, you know, one would like to know more. Maybe we'll get some more written records or maybe science is going to unravel a few more secrets. So people are interested in that. Scientific intervention is necessary to unearth buried mysteries. See children, this is a debate, okay? Where the writer says that scientific intervention, you need science to unearth buried mysteries, mysteries of long ago, okay? To understand those mysteries, we need science. Do you agree children? Or do you feel that we don't really require science? If we find the written texts, that's enough. Buried treasures, buried mysteries. Do we need science children for that? What are your views? This is a debate children. So whatever points, you know, you just keep on writing for or against, right? Okay. Priyanshu, Aryan Prakash, Kushagra, Manish Gupta, they are all saying that we need science. Yes, we require science. Ishika, Vanshika, Manish, nothing without science. Sometimes science is required. Sajal, we need science. Okay, children, why do we need science? Chirag, yes, science is required. Why do we need science? See, children, when we talk about these things, you know, buried mysteries, or you find buried treasure, then archaeology is required. Okay. Archaeology is not as simple as just digging. You have to be very careful. Okay. Okay. Priyanshu, Vanshika, they are all saying science is required. Ishika, all of them. Okay. So, you know, uh, this actually, you know, uh, they have to be very careful. They use a lot of tools. In fact, you know, and then they use brushes also to dust away the mud, everything. So archaeology by itself is a science that is required to ensure that, you know, uh, these things are unearthed. Whatever is there, children, you've read about Mohenjo-daro, Harappa, the pottery that was found. So people were very careful. The archaeologists were very careful while unearthing these things, while taking out these things. Okay. So scientific uh, uh, this thing intervention is very important there then you know how old these things are for that carbon dating process that is required so again you know science is required you just can't rely on the texts for that something is written in the text maybe if we happen to find any text or anything then you know sometimes it so happens we find some written texts but then it's in a language 
which we can't understand. That's a lost language, that's a forgotten language. So the language has to be deciphered. So that is also quite scientific, you know, how you will actually understand the language, an old, forgotten, lost language. So for all these things, in fact, you know, science is required. Anything else, children? Any other point that we've missed out? Here we are for the motion. We are supporting it. We are saying that, yes, science is required. We need Sakushagra. We need science to prove or disprove texts, yes. Whether it's real or it's somebody has just kept it. Sajal, the machinery used, everything in fact, science is required. Suppose children, we say that science is not required. You've been asked to speak against the motion. You have to say that, no, we just don't need science. Okay, in that case, what are you going to write? Because you believe that science is required. Okay, but then you've been asked to write against the motion. That no, you have to write that science is not required. So in that case, in that case, you'll be saying that, you know, there are many things which is beyond the scope of science to explain. Okay. Few things, in fact, you know, they might be coincidences, but why does it happen in a pattern that is difficult for sometimes for science to explain? There might not be any particular explanation. If we talk about the beginning of Earth, how dinosaurs died, in fact, there are theories, exact thing. Okay, suppose we have a written text or something like that, of that time. Then, of course, things would be better, maybe. So for that, science is not required. Then, that, that uh, temple, children, the temple in Padmanabhan temple in Kerala, which had to be opened, okay? And somehow it couldn't be done. Though the Supreme Court gave the order that it can be opened because Supreme Court goes by law. But it did not happen. So you can say, in fact, you know, for unearthing everything, we don't really say that only science can help. Maybe not. Okay? So many things, in fact, you know, they are recorded in history and that is what is required. For everything, we can't say that science is going to help. Anything else, children? Okay, we get to, Sajal has written that uh, we get to know about history by, you know, ballads and written texts, poetry, all these things, which is not really science. Very true. It's language. Aryan Prakash, city scanner played an important role to unravel the mystery. So that is related to science. Shagrit can lead to damage. The machinery used can, be, can lead to damage, okay? Uh, sometimes, you know, people's beliefs, they have to be respected. Like he's written, Manish is writing, even science doesn't think that opening that would be harmful, but people think that if the curse is true about the Padmanabhan temple is saying, uh, science has also brought a lot of damage to the environment, Vidushi is saying. Yes, absolutely. So science, in fact, you know, science without humanity is actually useless. Children, the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, okay, 
was the atom bomb which was used. It killed so many people. A wonder of science. What did it do? It killed so many people. So definitely it was a scientific advancement. But we can't say that it was something very good. Okay. So science has to be used and it has to be used judiciously. Okay. Right now, children, there is this raging controversy regarding the origin of the coronavirus. Right. So some people believe that actually it came from the lab and it's not really completely natural. So we don't know. Okay. And you know, till now we haven't been able to find a cure though. We are working towards it. Okay. All right. So Sanskriti is saying, sometimes we need people to tell the history about a particular thing. Manish, it could be natural but recreated in a lab. Sometimes scientific advancement lead to environment degradation, Niharika Shub. Science can be both bane and boon, but it is in our hand how we use it. One child I missed out history about a particular thing. Okay. All right. So these are the things that you can just write. Okay. Then children will come to the next. They have given three debates in this. Okay, We'll come to the next one. Advanced technology gives us conclusive evidence of past events. An event in the past. Okay. When we actually use scientific technology, advanced technology, at that time, we come to a proper conclusion that yes, this is this. It has to be like this. Okay. How... King Tut looked like, okay, we needed the CT scan to find out. Any written text, any sketch, anything, it wouldn't really have helped as much as the CT scan did, right? So advanced technology gives us conclusive evidence of past events. Is it true, children? What do you think? We need advanced technology for that. The other thing, children, is that we know that, okay, now we know that, yes, Manish, Suhana, they are all writing yes. Niharika, Aryan, Kartike, Ishika, all are writing yes. Okay, Siddhi, fine. Nandini, all yes. Vidushi, Nitin, okay, fine children. So we know that you, you believe that, yes, it's required. Now suppose children... Uh, Anjali is saying technology reveals the facts of natural and unnatural deaths. Okay, yes, right. So King Tut children, we know very well that the death was not really, in fact, uh, it wasn't a murder or anything like that. But there could have been a uh, conspiracy. There could have been a secret plot to expedite, to ensure that the king dies could have happened. Okay. In that case, you know, we don't know. What was it actually which was happening there? The people, uh, we say that they liked him very much. Were there some secret enemies also who were plotting against him? All these things science cannot tell us. Right? All that can be told by sometimes, you know, folklore stories handed over from generation to generation just by the word of mouth. Right. So these things, in fact, you know, a total conclusive decision science cannot reach how dinosaurs died. 
exactly how dinosaurs died. Okay, different theories, different scientists say different things. Totally a conclusive thing. We don't know how the earth began. Okay. Manish is writing, if advanced technology and decryption technology, then it can decrypt that language too with machine and deep learning. Of course, now more scientific technology is coming. So maybe we will be able to decipher the languages faster, right? Like hackers used to decrypt our passwords. Okay, fine. <laughs> right. Technology is really advanced now. So a lot of things, in fact, you can uh, understand by this. So we have to write both children for the motion and also against the motion. Okay, so we have points for both, right? Uh, Karthike is saying science can upgrade the world or destroy the world, right? Then the third one, children, traditions, rituals and funerary practices must be respected, right? different religion different cultures they have different traditions different rituals and also different funerary practices okay in india children we know that we are a secular country a people following all different religions they are there okay vidushi is saying that these practices keep our heritage alive right so they should be respected because they have been passed on from generation to generation we should respect that that was, that was part of our culture. Uh, then Kushabra is saying that, it's the other point in fact, if they do not cause harm to anybody, absolutely right, they should not cause any harm to anybody. They should not, in fact, you know, uh, hurt the sentiments of anybody. That's very important to see, okay? So traditions children are something which have been, okay, science is a tool for entire, treated to we are part of the society, so we have to follow customary deeds. Anjali, Kushagra, like Sati Pratha, absolutely right. Siddhi, with the help of technology, we can study in the time of crisis. We are doing that now, children. Technology, thanks to technology, you are in touch with your friends, you are in touch with your relatives who live far off. Okay, you are studying like this. In fact, about 10 years back, you know, we couldn't have thought of this thing at all, right? So technology is very important. It helps in the time of practice. So many funerary practices, children, all the funerary practices cannot be respected. Traditions, yes, they have to be respected. Okay, it's part of our culture. Generation after generation, they have been handed down. So we should be respecting tradition. There are some religions which talk about cremating the dead. Some talk about, in fact, burying the dead. Okay, the Parsis have a different custom altogether. Uh, they have this tower of silence where they keep their dead and they keep it for the vultures to eat. So these days people are saying that it's not really required. But earlier, you know, when this religion began at that time, the religion began in a desert area. Okay, It was the Middle East, that side it began, where food was scanty. So that's why, you know, they believed that after you are dead, why bury? Why bury the dead? Keep the dead a little distant from, little away from where the people are living, where the settlement is there and let the hungry birds eat them. So if we think in those terms, children, it was a very good thought, a very noble thought. But now in crowded cities, this kind of thing, it's definitely not maybe advisable. Many Parsis also feel that maybe it's not okay. 
so certain things you know according to time we have to change it has to change sati pratha like kushagra is saying okay that this was a funerary practice in the sense that the person dies so his widow has to be burnt alive along with that now what what kind of a practice was it manish for but physical classrooms are definitely no i agree manish but right now we can't do anything about it there's nothing we can do about it now when the social distancing it's eased a little bit more and the school begins then we can have it and vidushi is saying traditions tell us how life must have been in the old days okay some things might have been good some things might have been terrible right girls were not allowed to go out for education okay girls were discriminated against women but were, were discriminated against that was there though in very ancient times this kind of thing was not there it came later much later so then code of conduct you know all these things in fact they were there mostly for the women so all traditions cannot be respected certain many traditions have changed you know we have been wise enough to change many traditions things have to change according to time but some of the values they have to be intact the values of humanity okay the values of honesty all these things they cannot change with time they have to be intact rituals there are many rituals children different religions different rituals we should definitely respect the rituals okay and everybody has different rituals many times the same religion but different region different rituals and uh, rituals children part of the rituals is the food we should definitely enjoy that be happy in we are indians children it's a land of festivals different festivals we should actually be part of the different festivals enjoy their customs enjoy the rituals enjoy the food right okay instead of speaking against each other going against each other it's definitely not good because that is part of our culture we have lived in peace and harmony for generations together we have to uphold that it's part of our culture if people are fighting it's not part of our culture it's very few people who are doing that we are not doing that okay we belong to a land of very rich culture and traditions so rituals they are respected but then some rituals they cannot be really respected like children you know animal sacrifice used to be there earlier okay even human sacrifice was there so in the name of rituals we can't respect that ritual and now of course all that has changed it's not there anymore certain evils you know they have actually creeped into aryan is also saying sati these things have in fact seeped into the society we need to root it out but the basic rituals you know the nice ones we should definitely respect and even if we don't follow the same tradition same rituals at home we should respect it and enjoy that with the others celebrate that with the others funerary practices children we discussed it we discussed it earlier that hindus they cremate the body the christians and the muslims they bury the body the parsis have a different uh, funerary practice altogether then uh, if you've seen king lear all the no not king lear sorry children are uh, this king arthur all these movies children some uh, in fact if you've seen troy also you know the funerary practices of the ancient people before christianity came was also in fact you know cremation a different kind in fact you know the greeks they used to cremate burn the dead and they used to place two coins on the eyes okay 
because they used to feel that the person has to cross a river to go to heaven and the boatman is going to ask for two pennies. So in that case, they, the two coins used to be placed on the ice so that he can give the two coins to the boatman and he'll take him to heaven. So that was people's belief. Then, you know, in King Arthur, in fact, the Twelfth Night, I think that was the movie, they showed, in fact, you know, King Arthur, he's uh, put in a boat and then an arrow is fired and the boat then starts burning. So it was cremation in the river, a kind of water burial. So these were different funerary practices. So we need to respect that because it was not harming anybody. Okay. Suppose it harmed anybody. It gave trouble to anybody. It was painful for anybody like Sati. That was definitely wrong. Yes. Chirag, female infanticide, all these things were in fact evils. We can't say that these were also, you know, people said it is culture. Definitely it was not culture, but then it was made into that. So these are wrong. Discrimination on the basis of rituals and culture, Niharika. Okay. Uh, on the basis of rituals and culture in the sense that, you know, uh, some people, they used to feel that, okay, our rituals are superior our culture is superior. No, no culture is superior or inferior. If you look at any culture anywhere in the world, you know, you'll find things that are very good and you'll find things that are really bad. It's not that, okay, we'll just sit and uh, criticize Sati because other cultures also have had things that were really bad. The Egyptians' children, when they mummified the body, you know, the servants were also mummified. They were not dead. But they were mummified because they felt that the king would be requiring the servants. So in many, in all ancient cultures, children, if you see, there were many things which were good, many things which were bad. Slaves, children, the slavery which was there. In fact, you know, the slaves, uh, who the slave belonged to. So there, you know, the seal was imprinted on, just burnt, was placed on burning charcoal and it was imprinted on the back of the person that he's the slave of this person, sometimes on the forehead also. So these practices were there everywhere in Europe, everywhere they were there. So there were many practices, you know, in the name of tradition or rituals, we can't say that since they are old, so they are good. Though we say children, old is gold, very old things. In fact, some of them, they are really very nice, okay? old tradition, culture, they're very nice, some, some of them. But we can't say that all of them are nice, okay? So, old marriage, Aryan, old marriage, you are saying, child marriage, do you want to say, I think? Child marriage, it was there, which was wrong. Child marriage was there in most of the cultures, okay? Most of the cultures, it was there. In India, it sustained for a much longer time, of course. Yes. Okay. So these things, in fact, you know, we can't say that, okay, because they are ancient culture, part of the ancient culture, so we need to respect it. We need to respect everything that is good, in fact. We need to uphold it also. But then we don't actually need to follow everything, which is okay. If you just see the matter of clothes, children, uh, we are wearing clothes that are now more comfortable. But earlier children, even 30 years back or so, I mean, it was not really accepted. But now you can see that people are okay with that. The uh, total traditional clothes that people used to wear, whatever the culture children, they are not very practical now. 
so the way people dress you know that has changed and people have accepted it so here also you know we have deviated a bit from tradition though it's a very good thing that in all the occasions okay festivals marriages people try and like to dress in their traditional clothes which is a very good thing children in our school you know a japanese delegation of students had come about a few years back so we had asked them that do they wear the traditional japanese clothes the kimono all that so they said the same thing that only for the weddings otherwise they have also switched switched on to more practical clothes because you know walking in a kimono taking very short steps it's not practical at all so traditions they have to be respected but whatever is not okay should be rooted out rituals they should be respected followed and celebrated we should enjoy that but which whatever harms the people it should not be done see children uh, one thing i forgot to tell you this hindu ritual children we have this idol worship murti puja okay so we then immerse the idol in water of late what we've been doing we are not really immersing it in the rivers so most of the governments what they are trying to do they are trying to create an artificial pond where the idols are immersed okay so that uh, there's no pollution of the main water bodies so this is one ritual where we have made certain changes which is a good thing okay many people you know that visarjan immersion what they are doing they are doing it in a pot also gamle maybe okay they are doing that so and in fact you know painting and all that we are ensuring that we don't use colors that are harmful colors we are using but the ancient thing you know here, here we are trying to go back to the old things which is a good thing vegetable dyes the way it used to be made earlier we are trying to go back to that ancient custom very good definitely better than the chemicals that we are using now so many things are good and many things are bad the things that are good we have to keep them uphold them but the things that are bad we should just throw them out of our lives without even thinking of it many people you know they argue that no no we you shouldn't do that this is culture no this is not culture this was an evil which was there in the culture okay and it was all man made if you just look at the holy text children whether the gita quran bible guru granth sahib whatever zend avesta whatever you see you know nowhere such things have been written it's all about humanity respect all these things so we can't say it's part of the religion sometimes it so happens you know things are so deeply rooted in our culture that we say it's part of the religion it's not okay like if we talk of the hindu religion children uh, we are allowed not to do murti puja also idol worship we needn't do also that is also allowed fasting you want to fast fine don't want to fast that is also okay so nowhere actually the gita says that you have to fast right okay anything else children anything else anybody would like to say no okay so you understood what to write children in this okay yes 
Yes.